0: Thank mm-hmm. <laughs> you. Welcome to Unscripted Unlimited, the number one show in podcast history. I'm your host for the evening, Daniel Hummer, and I'm here with my bodacious older brother, Doug. Yo. And we're here with E. Nasty himself, the president of Sexy, Eric Jacinto. Welcome to the building.
1: What's up? How are you guys? How was your day?
0: We're good. Pretty good. We're damn good. We went to a nice breakfast and I took a fat nap.
2: Yeah. We need to put it in your nice. contract though that you that you have to wake up at least two hours before it before a show so you're not so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we need yeah, to yeah. have that document uh, printed up. No. I mean it's a I good
0: thing you had to sign it, I I'm just, not gonna sign it. I'm gonna rip it in half. It's a good and it's a good work today? To be. Yeah, we did work today. But I have a hell of a segue don't you fuck it up. It's a hell of a day to be aggressive uh, because we're talking about Big Brother villains.
2: Yeah. You talk about being aggressive.
0: Be aggressive. A, A, aggressive. We each have our top ten list of our biggest pieces of shit on one of our favorite reality shows of all time. We have a great season going on right now. We can talk a little current shit, but... Uh, uh, you want me to break the news? You can break the news. Jag won the veto. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: All right, I guess.
0: <laughs> that's, that's more points for you, Daniel. <laughs> and what's the news? What's, me again. I'm killing it, dude. Yeah. I, I was up seven points going in this week, and then Jared won the HOH and Jag won the veto. I thought that I had the best team on paper to start with, and then I thought I had the shittiest team of all time uh, a few weeks into the season because nobody could win anything and everybody sucked game-wise. And now, holy shit. Well, oh,
2: that they still like they cannot strategize worth a shit like jared is a fucking moron mm-hmm. jag is smart but also i really think there's lack of a backbone there she's been shown to easily easily to be
0: manipulated right. so far
2: so and you know matt and uh hey, K
0: Matt and Blue, we haven't really gotten to see yeah, much yet because they're they're following. Yeah, uh, they're playing a follow game. Yeah, right now. and
2: but like, if they started playing, well, first of all, Jared is pl- playing like a Big Brother villain should be playing. The problem is, is that like, he is one of those people. Like, if this were like the outside world, he'd be in a morgue right now. Because the way he talks to people, like it'll get you, it'll get you the Ricky from Boys in the Hood treatment. Like he'd be fucking gunned down in the middle of the street. And I'm not saying that to yeah, me. I, I'm I, saying I, uh, that because that's the way. That's the way he's talking to people. He
0: he, he wouldn't
2: survive hood.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing. <laughs> and you know all about that. You're yeah. the guy to fucking make those decisions. But uh, the hood king, if we if you will, but. uh, <laughs> the thing about Jared is what made him such a good villain and almost what inspired this list. There's been two good villains so far this year in Heisum and Jared. Yeah. And, and Jared has been such a good villain so far because he's our first ever Nepo baby villain. He's the first like reality ki- reality TV royalty. Like My mom's a survivor legend, and I'm better than you, and I'm a spoiled little bitch. And that's kind of the game he's playing. And it's kind of been... It's the first time we've ever seen it, and it's a fun type of villain to where he's, like, riding off his mom's success. And when he says in the diary room, I'm making my own legacy, after he gets a veto handed a to him. <laughs> like, him like, he doesn't earn a veto. It gets handed to him by Matt, and then he's like, oh, I'm becoming my own legend. It's like, Jesus. And like, he, he's doing all the right things to be a Big Brother villain. And I, the best thing that he's doing is he he's having a win. A Right. He thinks that he's the good guy in this whole thing. Yeah, and he thinks everybody loves him. And I guarantee you, he thinks he's getting the hero edit, but he's, he's really not. Yes. Go ahead, Eric.
1: No, the fans hate him.
0: Yeah,
2: and what's funny is, you know, we talk about Heism and how he was a villain. Yeah. If you listen to Heism outside of the Big Brother house, he's very smart. He's not the same Heism he was in the game.
0: Yeah. We don't know yeah. if Jared is that kind of guy or not. Like no, you never really like, know. Like you can't judge somebody on how they are in the Big Brother. House. Right. It's
2: like not we found out last exactly. year, Daniel Durston is the Daniel Durston we saw in the house. Yes, I mean, well, at least he's act like at least he's still acting that. I think he still thinks he cause,
0: I mean, I think he still might be playing a character.
2: Well, and that's the thing. But, that's what I was just gonna say too. Is that like we
0: hear of wrestlers all the time that you know. Is there a spare charger. I can get over here.
2: Uh. That can live their
0: charger uh, for what?
2: Uh, Android. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that live their gimmicks. And um, like that's really what Dan. Uh, if we could get production staff, thank yeah. you. Uh, that's what you know. Daniel, I think, is still doing is living his gimmick.
0: Yeah, Portland. I think he is. and I, Well, he's trying to get the podcast off the ground, and he's an entertainment guy, so I think he's just trying to go on what people have seen him as and try to play up that dick. Maybe he really is, but uh, uh, he might still be playing a character. Who knows if that's really him? And yeah. you can't really judge a guy on how they are in the Big Brother house because a lot of people try to play a character, try to put on this villain personality – It's not always the real guy. There's a lot of guys that are probably a sweetheart in real life, but an absolute savage in there.
2: Right. And like Nicole last year. Girls too. Like Nicole last year, like she was playing, like she was kind of a villain. She gets out of the big brother house and she's doing nothing but apologizing for what happened with Taylor. And she got together with Taylor right after finale and said, look, I misunderstood what happened last year. I had, there was no reason why anybody should have blown up at you, and I'm sorry. Yeah. So, like, but, you know, the idiot who did all that, like, he still thinks, because I think he still thinks he has to live this gimmick. And, you know, like you said, it's for a podcast and all that. So we don't know what kind of person Jared actually is. No. Um, we don't we just know how he is in the house we do know that when he goes home he's going to find all his stuff on the <laughs> side of the road
0: covered in dog shit thanks to his girlfriend yeah we do know for I don't know if it's quite a fact but I've heard it so many that he has a seven year relationship that it's more than likely over now Yeah. that he just fucked up yeah, <laughs> because of him and Blue but he seems to really care about Blue too so who knows if he just found the right one and they were on the rocks before we still don't completely know his situation Uh. Has he been a good villain in the house? Absolutely. And has he been kind of a piece? Everybody – especially – and I love the way because everybody has been smelling Ceri's farts since she's gotten in there, house guests and fans. And I like Ceri. I think she's playing a fun-ass game, even though it's a very flawed one. It's a very fun one. And she's won majority of the week she's been in the house except for last week. But I love that everybody wanted – like if you hear all the cast previews and everything – and uh, especially when everybody found out that he was her son or, or that his mom was going to be in the house with him. People love Jared and people wanted Jared to be a fan favorite and to see everybody just fucking turn on him and yeah. still love Ceree. And uh, it's just kind of fun to watch. And it's kind of fun to see him kind of come into his own in his own little way and not become a legend like he thinks he is, but just like – he's his own character. He's his own force separate from his mom as well, but he also he played that rat game in the beginning. And and now what he the way he talks to Blue and the way he treats poor Corey, and that's like that could be a really good especially if it lasts this week and Corey can make it away from this week. This could go down as a big brother rivalry like we've never seen. This could go down with the Bret and the Rock stars and and fucking you know the taylor and daniel and like all like some really good big brother rivalries because these are two fucking young bucks that just want each other out and a totally different mindsets on life and, and that and cory could be the hero and jared could be the villain and we could get a really entertaining season or cory could get out this week but who yeah knows? i mean
2: well yeah and they both have like completely different philosophies mm-hmm. uh you know, Corey is very respectful to women. Jared treats him like most pimps treat their crackles.
0: Because uh, there's a world now where Jag uses the veto on uh, Corey. Jared still gets what he wants in a way and puts Cam up. See you later, Cam. And now you got Corey in America going in the next week.
2: Yeah. Well, because I it's really don't. Well, first of all, and here's the thing,
0: too. A I don't Jag, want the Space Cowboy to go either. I don't no, me, I, right. I don't
2: want I don't want any one of the three of them to go. But the the funny thing is is that Jag went in the veto. Jag and Matt and kind of and you could probably put Bowie in here too. Everybody is up Jared's ass again. And everybody's just like, Oh, why are they going back to You have to lick the ass of the person that's in power. Now, metaphorically, you don't actually have to go up I mean, blue probably is. But, uh, like, you basically have to kiss his ass. Because if you don't kiss, especially this idiot, if you don't kiss his ass, you're going up. Because he is is just that spiteful. He has even said, like, he said yesterday, he told America, and he told a few other people. He's like, look, yes, I want America out, but right now I have two targets. Cam, obviously, is number one enemy. He's got to go. Corey did me
0: wrong.
2: Yeah, And uh, Corey did me wrong. And when people actually started to point out, because even Jag was just like, well, you were kind of out of line too. I don't want to talk about that. Like when you try to point out, it's just like you were both in the wrong. He's like, no. Uh,
0: Yeah, because unfortunately in this game, when you have power for the week, you can kind of fuck everybody off. Yeah. This is, so the narrative... Can Kylan continue. did
2: it three times in season 23. Like, everybody was trying to tell us, like, Kylan, you're being a dick. I don't care. I have power.
0: The best way to change the narrative in Big Brother is to win. Yeah. Because everybody will go from yep. you're the biggest target to we love you so much, just like that. Yeah. Like, even... like I, I, I yeah. still think Jared's not safe going into next week in the double. He should be very... He oh, should be no, punching he, them butt cheeks, but...
2: He he should, uh, but... Right now, he's, right now, he's sitting pretty. But remember, last year heading into a double, Michael was sitting pretty. Yeah. Even though Brittany's just like, dude, we don't know when a double's coming. You need to get out a big target. But he was getting out Terrence
0: because Terrence wanted Taylor out. Yeah. He, he was protecting Taylor. He, he was playing too damn safe, though. You don't keep a Monty and a Turner and two competitive people. The, the two people that can beat you in competitions – even though you've beaten them multiple times, but the two people that can squeeze one out, you got to make sure they're gone.
2: Uh, and I also wanted to mention this, too. Uh, one of the uh, Big Brother YouTube channels, Ethan in the, in the mail or something. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Uh, he's actually doing a tournament of the best. Like, he picked 32 people, the best non, non-winning Big Brother players. Oh, okay. Uh, first, uh, one match was posted yesterday. Who was it? Jason Roy. Yes. Versus uh, Tiffany Mitchell. So Seven, Jason from 17 versus Tiffany from Well, 23. 17
0: and over the top. Yeah, 17 and over the top. I can't forget because that's what makes him one of the best. Right. Because he's a yeah. pre-jury boot in 17, but final two and right. over the top, or final three. Uh, and then
2: I Tiffany do Versus Tiffany Mitchell from 23. I think... And then uh, the second round matchup, which got posted earlier today, and by the way, I voted for both. I voted in both ones i'm gonna I followed this guy now just so I could see what he's doing with with this How many links, doug yeah, well, uh after the show, I'll you the link um and I okay, think uh the second match which was posted which was Liz from season seventeen you know runner up
0: oh.
2: uh versus um Mhm.
0: so how'd you vote? I to money. Yeah.
2: Because, like, it, it's actually funny because he said he was going to do, like, a tournament of Big Brother runner-ups. Yes. But and that was the original plan. But then he looked. He's just, like, or it was going to be, like, a lot of them were going to be runner-ups, but he's just, like, a lot of the runner-ups sucked. <laughs> and you want to know who specifically he named as the worst runner-up ever? Who?
0: Gina Marie. She is the worst. Uh. Yeah. She is clearly the worst runner up of all time. Yeah. So, uh but yeah, Eric I'll send you the
2: link. I mean, you probably already follow the channel, right?
0: Gina Gina Marie and Big D. I mean, might. Yeah. And a lot of people might say Natalie from 11 even though I have a soft spot for her.
2: Yeah, I mean, she she's not the worst runner up ever because she was able to make some moves. Remember her and Kevin were able to outsmart Jeff. Yeah. Who had a fast track. He was going to win the game.
0: And she ran the game in the beginning with Jesse. Yeah. For not winning much, she was always in a very good position. Yeah. And she almost know, made my list tonight. She Not quite. But. Also <coughs> was so good. Because
2: remember, like, she kind of made it her mission that she was going to make Michelle's life a living hell. Or not a living hell, but she was going to make sure Michelle didn't win the game because Michelle took out Schema. Well, didn't even take out Schema but was going to.
0: She was the catalyst on the yeah. Eyes. yeah.
2: So, uh, and she fulfilled that promise. Like It was her HOH that got Michelle out of the house. So, it's going to be, and, and I can't wait to see who else he's putting in. I can't wait to see who the 32 people are, because he didn't actually make a list of the 32 people that are in Yet, like, he's just posting, and, like, I think every day a new match gets posted. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, like, Tiffany was beating the shit out of Jason. And Monty was beating Liz. (coughs) Uh, So, for anybody uh, that found I don't know if I would vote Tiffany over Jason.
1: Huh? I would actually vote Jason over Tiffany.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people would go Tiffany over Jason because I think simply a lot of people probably haven't seen Over the Top. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's a hard one.
2: I can think, think of another
0: reason, but I'm not going to say it. I think they're both hard ones. You want to get in our list finally?
2: Yeah. Uh, that's why we're here, right?
0: Yes. Right. Top 10 Big Brother villains. Who wants to go first? Uh will. Alright, E nasty, who do you got?
1: I got I wanted to go with somebody at least one recent guy. Recent person, so I went with uh the guy we talked about earlier, Dan. Dan Daniel from here.
0: Okay. Daniel Durston. Mr. Durston. I, uh yeah. Say your piece. Yeah.
1: I think I mean I I hated the guy last year, but after watching his YouTube, I kind of simmered hatred, but yeah, he he was the reason why I think um, Taylor became so popular because the people hated him and how he treated her, so she became popular because she, cause people kind of felt bad for her. And I kind of put Nicole there, but I'm not going to put Nicole, but yeah, he was just, if he didn't get out early, he might have been higher on my list.
0: Yeah, I think Daniel kind of beats out Nicole because he kind of put his foot down on being a villain, where Nicole, like you said, Doug kind of backtracked on it, which is yeah. good. To apologize. He should have apologized to Taylor, too, probably. There's nothing wrong with that, but I think he kind of, like, stayed, like, all right, I'm a villain. I Like, I realize what's going on, and I'm a villain. Uh, he's one of the better delusional villains of right. all time. Because he really thought that he was the hero, I think. I think even in his edit, I think he was getting portrayed as, like, the good guy. But he didn't realize that, no, like, everybody thinks you're an asshole.
2: Well, you worked 10 years to be here. It's like, yeah, but you threw your own game away.
0: And uh, let me say
2: this uh, also about Nicole. Remember, she has, like, a prominent – she's a private chef, right? Yes. Okay. So you leave the house – People are going to see what you're doing. Like Big Brother has caused many people to lose their jobs before, because of how they're portrayed on the show. It's like, all right, we look at you. You're no good piece of fucking shit. We don't want you here anymore. You're done. Because you technically have to resign from the position anyway. So, yeah. Like with him, it was. Uh, with her, it was okay. I have this very lucrative job. I need to fucking. Uh, I need to keep, you know, I need to save face. I need to save my job. That idiot, like, he's an Elvis impersonator in Vegas. Like, Vegas, you can get away with doing whatever the fuck you want.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, look at all the fucking, you know, UFC fighters. Come back, Uh. So, he's not going to... So, like, he doesn't... He can technically get away with it because, yeah, he's a entertainer, Elvis impersonator, you know, they make like, you know, 15 bucks a day anyway.
0: Yeah, the people that are going to see his shitty Elvis show are going to go see it anyway, probably.
2: Yeah, they're not going to care, but yes. Nicole has more of a lucrative position than he does, and she can't. She probably cannot afford to lose
0: clients. What were you going to say, Sherry? I was just going
2: to
1: say um, it's not
0: really Big Brother the TV show that's making people lose their jobs the people
2: are making themselves
1: lose well, their jobs I, I'm, I'm, by, by the way how they
2: act on yeah. the show yeah. so no i'm not blaming okay I just the to make TV show i'm more or less saying is that like the way they're acting because big brother is viewed by a major television audience right like you have over 6 what
0: What's their average audience?
2: Like maybe 15, 20 million an episode?
0: No. No. They do well, though. Uh, 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 No, TV doesn't even do that anymore. They're the fucking highest rated shit of all time doesn't do that anymore. But they're, they're still very heavily viewed by people. And the shit that happens in Big Brother will still make the new york post it'll still make variety it'll still go tmz like it's still world news if something crazy happens like what happened with luke earlier in the season uh so
2: variety usa today entertainment tonight because taylor technically works for entertainment tonight
0: yeah exactly so it's still it's in that reality zeitgeist to where it is like big enough and it is it's relevant like news if something happens in there and it's also like you're in a social experiment with a bunch of cameras on you, and you know people are watching you, it's your choice if you want to do shit that's incriminating to you, you know, and whether that's exactly. how you act in real life or not, or, or if that's who you are, it's like you are in control of your own actions at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like... In and control and, your and, own
2: but self. But yeah, like, that's the thing, like, I think that's where, like, Nicole and Dangle kind of separate themselves, because even Nicole in her eviction interview... Even said, I should have never followed him. When he did what he did, I should have just walked away. I Because she's like, I knew right then and there that we were going to be in trouble. And they were going to take me out first because...
0: Yeah, and that blow-up that you're referring to is probably, like, one of the more iconic moments in modern history. And the reason he's on this list. And just everything about it from... Uh, her praying for Nicole in the the other room, but Nicole plotting her demise like to Daniel and making her seem like a piece of shit and Daniel coming out and screaming and, and, and her fucking witch fucking led to a fucking, uh, a deal with Lays, uh, uh. with the what he's like. You need to start with the Lays. <laughs> it's just like everything about that blowing yeah. up her. And even though like I'm sorry for her and I'm sorry she got bullied and, and and I really feel bad for Taylor that. But like awesome fucking TV. Come on, for reality TV, it was great yeah. to watch. Yeah, it put on oh, an yeah. incredible season, and then them working and getting the leftovers to get. That's one of the better underdog stories and taking out Daniel and yeah. it, it was it was a hell of a narrative. He didn't make it he's, – he's a pre-jury boot villain. That's the yeah. thing about him. He's a heisome. He's somebody that yeah. did not make it long, super long in the game. But he is a villain, and the time he was there was memorable. So yeah. I agree with the pick. I do, too. I, I was, oh. Go ahead, Eric. Keep talking, fucker.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I, I, another reason why I put him on the list, because he, he didn't want to work with Michael, who was one of the most popular uh, house guests on the show, too.
2: Right. Well, Michael like, was actually his original target when he came in, because he's like, no other super fans should be in the show but me.
0: Yeah. Dude. Yeah, because Michael scared him when he held the door for him. Yeah. Because he knew... Don't look at my phone. But he, he knew because uh, of that superstition of whoever walks in the door for, first never wins. Right. But uh, who wants to go you next to to year? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you can go. I'll go last. He always wants the main event. Yeah. All right. My number ten <laughs> for greatest villain of all time is a former winner, who won season four. I got the ultimate floater, June Song. Is a villain? Yeah. Because to me, she's underrated. Because if you go back and watch that season, and I and I don't say this in a mean way, one of the cattiest individuals of all time. Uh, one of the always spreading gossip, always talking shit. The way she kind of used G, her ex-boyfriend, and, and they worked together and they were talking uh, Korean in, in the house to, like, get away from everybody else. But then the way she kind of, like, mercilessly, like, made sure G went home when it, there was an ability for him to. And she works with Allison, another potential really good villain, uh, to get to the final two and kind of do this floater strategy all to the end. Hell yeah, I'd say she's a villain. And nobody liked her. Ever, the fact that like her and Allison might still be one of the more unlikable final twos in Big Brother history, as far as like the housemates and how they feel about them, and like she doesn't win against a lot of people, but she beat Allison. But uh, June Sung was an incredible villain to me, and I loved her diary rooms and her talking shit about people.
2: How many villains do you think have have won the game over time? I know like in past, like the first ten seasons. Like I think the only I know like you know, you say June was a villain so and she won. Well,
0: uh, she's more of a low key villain, but of course you got your dicks and your wills and your boogies and even your Mickeys if you're going modern.
2: Yeah. Um uh, and you could probably say oh, Adam I might Adam say Adam's a
0: villain. He wasn't a villain during that season. Though. Yeah. But Yeah. I, I yeah, there's been a few. Yeah. Adam is one of those guys where, like, you
2: know, you hear about him doing prison time, and it's like, it, with that squeaky voice, it's just like when you imagine him in prison, it's just like, oh, he better tape his butt shut. Oh Jesus! Uh, I don't think he was like a villain on the on the show. Cause I think he, I think he was trying to be a nice guy, but he too no, long I, like with her name.
0: I thought Adam was fine. My, yeah.
2: my favorite, my favorite person on that season was actually Sheila.
0: She could, but the, I don't have anybody. Yeah, the person that hated The 45 single mom. Uh, I didn't have anybody from that season on my list. And that's, a, to me, that's an underrated season because I still like that season, even though Oh, I, love, I like of, that A you lot too. of people consider you it. Are like the horror. only people that like that. Yeah. Uh, but I like that season. Uh, you could, Matt could be a villain. You could... Uh, I that who Ryan, I guess, could be a villain in a way Natalie for sure Natalie for sure and yeah. I never
2: I never liked the pink uh, pink mohawk James. Yeah, but he was the underdog hero of the season. Well, yeah, because they kept putting his ass up. He is back then I think what Cam is now. He's public enemy number one, mm-hmm. but he's finding a way now
0: again I 100% that's a good comparison like
2: unless Jag says yeah. fuck it let's you know... Because
0: James is probably in my top 20 yeah. of all time. But...
2: uh, uh you think James is going to make the tournament that we talked about earlier?
0: I don't know. I think he should.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think
0: he went seventh place or sixth. Yeah. Uh, who do you got? Because June Song, I, she's an incredible villain to me. She's a very low-key villain. Because it yeah. was... her. She had a low-key strategy. But if you heard her diary rooms and the way she would talk about certain people, like, she was a little fucking savage
2: right uh that's so a good my choice, yeah. is somebody and like people are going to hear this and we're going to get hate mail they're going to look at me and be like you okay. stupid because this guy won america's favorite house guest twice but in season 13 <laughs> he was a villain to me just for the way he talked to uh to shelly and that's jeff Yes. Okay. I was going
0: to put him on my list, too. I think you could put the way he talked to Kalia as well. Yeah. Well, because he's just like, you people are fucking stupid. And it's just like, okay,
2: you're on the block this week, you idiot. Like we said earlier on, everybody might not like Jared, but they're going to do their best to kiss his ass so they
0: don't get put on the block. Well, and let's address the elephant in the room of that season first and the thing that probably is the most damning on him. And like, I think when big brother and the fan base really started to kind of move in separate directions and the fan base started to feel like you're not showing the full picture motherfuckers. And the comments he made about Dumbledore being gay and how they shouldn't like betray that to kids and stuff and kind of homophobic comments and shit. And he did kind of like get caught and and scrutinized and, but they didn't, it didn't make the show Everybody who casually – like, he still won America's Favorite. Nobody knew, like, about some of his views and opinions because Big Brother wouldn't show it. And that is kind of an elephant in the room on his game. And even when he's arguing with Russell at 11 and he's calling Russell uh, you know the F word for the, the homosexual people get called. And, and like, he just – some of his language and the way he acted wasn't always – Uh, like he's not Aaron or anything. He's not a fucking just psychotic individual, terrible person. But he has said some some unique things. Not not a bunch of shit, but just basically just the shit I named. And a lot of people say he's the villain for that. Because, like, in that, Kali is like, well, my, like, I'm just, like, because he's like, I know what you're trying to do. And she's like, no, like, my little sister's gay. He's like, I don't give a fuck about if your little sister's gay. And the way he's thought, like, he can be very aggressive, especially because Jeff's the type of guy to play the game to where he wants to play it to where you have a side, I have a side, and we go to war. I don't like the sneaky shit. We don't fucking plot behind our backs. This is your group. This is my group. And we fight each other. And so all the other aspects of Big Brother piss Jeff off and get him mad. And that's when he starts to exhibit something. Finally, Like when Kalia takes that shot at him and he's screaming at her and he's saying, like, just so you know, like, I'm going to – and it's okay to say you're going to be a target for me. But the way he's yelling at her and kind of demeaning her. And, like, he did come across as a villain that season. And him and Jordan were both very entitled. I like them both as people. And even now they have a good podcast. They're sweet sweet parents a sweet couple but they came into season 13 very entitled because they played the game right
2: and like when they were like mad at danielle for uh like danielle because you know evil dick wanted to put the veterans together make an alliance and they go after the newbies
0: that was dick's plan yeah
2: yeah all right turns out that uh it turns out that it didn't happen that way. He had to go because of a medical issue. Yes. Because uh, apparently condoms are not a thing for him. Uh, So he had to leave. Danielle was just like, all right, I'm going to forge my own path. She actually fell in love with one of the newbies and actually
0: married him. Still has kids and married to the day.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, he ended up leaving pre-jury anyway. But she's just like, I, I don't want to do this. Like... Because she saw Rachel and Brendan were just unbearable. Yes. And Jeff and Jordan, because Jeff and Jordan were kind of falling into it, and Jeff, like you said, they were very entitled. And, again, he is an idiot. You get put on the block because, you know, Kalia even said, you're going to win the game. You have to go on the block. If other people – you don't – you're not kept in the game just because – People will not just keep you in the game just because you are a favorite. Like if you are a dangerous competitor, you have to go. If they have the shot, they have to take it. Yeah. And when during this exit interview with Julie, when he said nobody in there has a sack and it's just like, you're out sitting next to Julie, aren't you?
0: Yeah. You stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> and that. I think that's the biggest thing that I hated about him and Jordan's game is they really put the – well, nobody plays. No one's playing. No one's playing the game this year, and this is bullshit because I'm going home. No, you're a big fish. You're a target. You've played this game before. Jordan, you fucking won the thing. You, me playing is getting you out. Kalia was playing the game by taking those shots and fucking taking Jeff out in the double eviction. That was a good game move. She had a sack. No matter what you want to say and what excuses, she wouldn't have a sack if she cowered behind you and fucking did what you wanted for the season. Adam in that season did not have a sack. Right. But she, Kalia, Portia, Shelly, the people that made a stand, they had a sack and they fucked Jeff over and they got him out and they played big brother. And if he wants to be a little bitter jury member about it, go ahead. But that's what it is. And, they played very personal too like jordan getting so mad because she gave shelly that phone call and it was very sweet but that does not mean that shelly's not able to play the game anymore and she's indebted to you for the rest of the game she is still allowed to play big brother that's what we're here to do for you're not going to give her any of that 500k you're going to live happily with jeff
2: right and i'll just say this and then we can move on unless eric has something to say about it too but well because you don't like jeff right and here's here's the thing about here's the thing about about that. And I
0: like the guy, I'm just saying. Right. When he yelled
2: at Shelly, it was basically like when he's screaming at her for talking, for talking to Kalia and Portia, he's just like, what, well, you're all buddy-buddy with them? And it's like, Jeff, Kalia's the HOH. So she, ha- like, you kind of have to butter up the HOH, like we said earlier. Yeah. Even if you don't like them. Shelly was being polite. You can't yell at somebody
0: for playing the game.
2: Yeah. You can't yell at somebody for being that's polite. Right. Even though I used to yell at mom all the time for being polite to people I didn't like. And
0: that's why it's so hypocritical, right? Cause yeah. you're yelling at somebody for playing the game, but you're also bitching about them not playing the game. Yeah, exactly. So like, what do you so, really want, Jeff? You just want to win. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so that to me is why like, and then, like, you know, he got the
2: job uh, where he was, like, interviewing for CBS. He was interviewing people as they were leaving. Yeah. And, like, you know, and I'm sure he's going to make the, the tournament thing that I was talking about, too. Yeah. But it's just, like, dude, you're you're a hypocritical prick.
0: Yeah, and he was not 13, and 11, they are America's sweetheart, and yeah. and they are fucking... They were like, good people in 11. Yeah, and I'm not saying... And he seems like a great guy outside of it, too, and he's still a, a host on that Daily Blast live for CBS, and he's still, like... Oh, he's he, still there? I thought he quit. He might be done, like, right now, but he, he did it for, like, fucking 10 years. Yeah. I know him
2: and yeah. uh, Jordan do have a podcast on YouTube, but they don't talk... I, they barely talk Big Brother.
0: Yeah, they talk about life and shit. Yeah, But I, I don't hate the pick. I think it's a good pick.
2: Aw. All, right. All right.
0: Let's pick. go to number nine. <laughs> yeah. And we might have to do a part two.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to argue it this time. Yeah, it was your
0: idea, fucking asshole. Yeah. All right. Number nine. Go ahead, Eric.
1: It's my only um, woman on the list. Uh, she's a winner. She's a legend. In some people minds. mind. Um, Rachel Riley.
0: Totally agree with that, Pat. I think she's too far up on your list. Well, yeah, now I yeah. have to use an uh, alternate, but she's gonna be my number one. You fucking prick. Uh, uh-huh. Well, we might not be number
2: one for like two weeks now, so. yeah. <laughs> because it's taken us like. Forty-five minutes just to get through the first couple of picks, so you
0: know how much we love talking BB. Yeah, but Rachel is an incredible yeah. pick. I agree with Sharon; she's way too fucking high. Uh, one of the best, and I think, and I think why you have her so high is because she's one of those people that in thirteen she kind of let Jeff and and Jordan and all of them act like a dick, and she kind of started playing low key and became kind of likable, to be honest. Right. To where when Rachel finally yeah. won, we were all like, eh, you know what? Give that it to her. She kind of deserves it. So her first season, fucking 12. Oh, my God. She was oh, more of villain. Her exchanges with yeah. Reagan and her fucking floaters, grab a life Just, She is an iconic character. And a lot of people like her too yeah. much to see her as a villain, but she really was kind of hateable in that first season. Oh, definitely. And Brandon, and no one gets between me and my man. <laughs> it's just all that stuff. She was, She is an, She is one of the best female Big Brother players. She's one of the most iconic Big Brother characters, and I will say she's one of the best villains of all time.
2: Yeah, I still got to listen to her. Yeah. Uh, watch her interview that she did with uh, Sharon Tharp from the exclusive. I wanted to watch it the other day during uh, lunch, but somebody's just like, "No, we got to watch Taryn instead." <laughs> uh, I was uh, another that
0: woman that, I have on my list. Guy, that guy's handsome, and has a really big penis. So.
1: <laughs> Taryn got the only woman on
2: my list. I I have another one. Yeah. No, she, uh, R- Rachel's thing, and I I actually don't mind listening to Rachel talk now because she had, well, she had that podcast with Jason Guy and with Hannah, but Rachel's also working on, like, other projects right now.
0: Yeah, she's, like, another Serene yeah. that's, like, all over the reality TV zeitgeist, yeah. and she, like, pitches shows, and she's a, she's a hard-working woman.
2: Well, uh, according to what well, I... She's a mom, too. Yeah. According to what I kind of heard, uh, what, what her and Sharon are going to talk, talk about in that interview, not you. Oh, okay. Uh, I did uh, <laughs> she, um, she apparently, when Sari found out, like, last minute that she was going to be on the show, she called Rachel. Yeah. And she's like, what do I do? And she's going to get into, like, what she told her. Like, uh, like what Jared did for, you know, uh, like Jared did to uh to Big D. Because Jared and Big D are friends.
0: Yeah, he called Big D.
2: So, he called Big D. He's like, dude, what do I do? And I don't know why.
0: Why do you call Big D for advice? It explains yeah. a lot, actually. And to be honest <laughs> with you, like, and I have
2: yet to say this in, like, the Big Brother Facebook groups that we're in. Mainly because I don't want to get sodomized with a rusty fishing knife. But, like, they are, like, that just explains so much. Because, well, Big D was likable.
0: Yeah. But, but he did the get, end. yeah, he got villainish ish once he got in the final three, and he started treating Azza like a bag of shit.
2: Yeah. Because he's just like, I've carried you till the end. It's just like, you
0: haven't won anything, you pee. She at least won the HOH and the double.
2: Yeah. I mean, she, she is one person that, like, didn't follow rules or whatever, or, like, like the whole thing when she won that golf thing, when Julie even yelled at her, it's like, you're supposed to wait for me to say golf. Yeah. And Ozzy's like, oh, my bad. And it's just like, Ozzy just kind of blocks out, you know, blocks out everything and she tries to concentrate. Yeah. I mean, she's slower than the fucking, <laughs> she's slower than a fucking turtle, but.
0: Uh, she was a graceful woman though. I like yeah. Uh, Big D was villainish for sure towards the end. Uh, who who's who's the pick again that we're talking Rachel. about? Rachel. Yeah, she, incredible villain. Let's keep going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be next. My turn. Yeah. All right, I have somebody that came in in season eleven, and I think that he saw Evil Dick, Doctor Will, Boogie, some of the greatest villains in history, and I think he tried to emulate them and roll them all up in one. And I'm talking about Russell, Kyrouz, from uh Season 11. Because this guy was just the ultimate... He's an MMA fighter, even though if you look up his record, he has, like, one loss, and that's it. Uh He fucking... One win? No, one loss. <laughs> he lost one time. And that's oh, his that's only, record. That's yeah, the it's, the only he's 0-1 on, like, sure, or whatever MMA website. But uh he's... He was such a dick, and the way he, like, bullied Roddy and, like, chasing him around the house, and the way him and Jeff were a perfect rivalry and a really good one, and him calling Jordan fat on his last, like, couple days, and the way he was, like, he screamed at everybody, even the people he worked with, like, Shima, he was, like, him and Shima had some romantic connection, and they hated each other. And, like, him and Michelle were very close, but he would, like, scream at Michelle. Like, he was just this ultimate, whenever Russell would just get a little upset, he just starts fucking screaming and running around. And he was the the toxic masculinity that everybody bitches about in Modern Day Big Brother. If you put Russell in the house, they would shit their pants. Uh, Karen would cry. Uh, Russell's just the ultimate fucking rip his shirt off and start running around and screaming. Like, what's funny is,
2: With Russell, like, there was the one scene where him and uh, Michelle were talking, and Michelle gave him information about, like, Shima or something like that, said that Shima said something, but she didn't say it. Michelle was making shit up, because that's what you're supposed to do. That's the game you're supposed to talk. Russell went and got Shima right
0: away. Yeah.
2: And... And Michelle denied what she said because obviously Shima didn't say it. And Michelle's in the diary. and was like Russell, what the fuck are you doing? I just want to talk game. I don't want to fucking confront everybody. But that's all Russell's game was was confronting people.
0: Yeah, that's, he was a bully. That's literally he played that bully game, and it worked. It got him to the final five, for God's sakes, right or six? Six, yeah. Uh, Russell was, and when Jeff used the coup d'état on him, it changed the fucking game up, and.
2: Yeah, because he would have been gone that week, but then Jeff did what he did. uh, And then, you know, they kind of got the four of them aligned, and Kevin and Natalie knew they were screwed. So they were able to kind of break that up, which was smart on their
0: part. Yeah, and still, no matter what you want to say about Jeff, Russell probably would have motherfucked him anyway. You know, who knows what a Russell HOH the next week looks like. Jeff could have went home. So it's like, I don't think Jeff was kind of fucked if he did, fucked if he didn't. Yeah, uh, but Ru- Russell was incredible at just like, especially when Jeff, spe- uh, when Jeff spelled TechnoTronics in that big blow up in the backyard, and he's fucking screaming at Jeff. He's like TechnoTronics, you fucking idiot! And Jeff's like, you spelled shotgun, and he's like, so what? I can't re- spell very well. It's just everything about that, and Russell just yelling at him and calling him an idiot and fucking. He just he was the ultimate. Whatever it's like in the diary room, the music starts to play a little bit and then Russell's like, all right, I got to talk to this guy. Then it's like, you know, he's about to blow up. He's just, to me, he's one of the iconic and the best like old school villains and one of the last ones too because you're not allowed to do that shit anymore without getting in trouble. And he would like get people to the point to where they would say stupid shit and then he could scream at him about that when he got Shima to call him a terrorist. And, and then he's fucking, and then he's like, you're a scumbag. And he's like, and he's like, you're a bad person. And he's screaming. But even though she was kind of just talking about how he was terrorizing the house, but he took that and ran with it. And he could be a fucking, like, he could get you to where you just want to fucking punch the wall and you're pissed. I mean,
2: and here's the thing. And I'm not and I didn't like Ronnie at all. Me either. But, like.
0: It did get a little much with Ronnie because you felt bad for him. Especially well, yeah, because he had
2: to lock himself in the room.
0: Yeah, he's a nerdy guy. He can't, like, walk out the house without you screaming. Like, that was a little too bullyish or a little too mean. Yeah. Especially because you're going to get Ronnie out anyway. Let him, like, enjoy his last few days in the Big Brother
2: house. Or even, like, you know, during Ronnie's 808. And it's just, like... But because he was a line... Because, you know, word was getting out that he was playing both sides of the house. And... Ronnie, you know, Russell's feelings towards Ronnie basically took Russell away from that alliance, because, you know, he was aligned with Jesse and Natalie and, and Shima. Yeah. And, you know, Jesse, they, they
0: wanted to keep him.
2: Yeah. And Jesse and Natalie and Shima uh, were, you know, they told Russell even during Russell's eight oh eight, are just like, you have to stop with him. He is good with us. We're keeping him. And Russell's like, no, you're not. Like, uh, if you vote like if there's a, tie, I don't even know like if there could be a tie, at that point like I don't remember like all the specifics, but like Russell even said, look if there somehow is a tie, I'm going to break it and send him home.
0: Yeah.
2: Like he cannot be here anymore.
0: He just didn't like yeah. him, and he got his excuse. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Russell was a dick. Great fella. Go ahead, Doug. Who's your number? You look at
1: bully in high school that would beat up. Yeah. Him. He's like, uh, he bullying Ronnie, so
2: well that more than likely works for the people he bullied
0: uh, Well it's funny because a couple of years ago Trying to get people on the show I requested because he's got a private Instagram And I requested to follow him And I think I look a little too much like Ronnie Because he denied it and blocked me Yeah, yeah I'm still blocked what? by Russell oh. on Instagram Yeah Oh shit. He, he would not let me And his his like bio is like no snowflakes here Or something like that So I think he's like He's probably he probably still, thought you were Ronnie's son. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you think I'm coming for revenge? Damn it, for Papa. Uh,
2: but, we're gonna go to season 19 for my villain. Okay.
0: That <laughs> hey, The meatball guy. Oh, he got minus two. Yeah, he he was he was on the show. I mean, he wasn't on the show, but he got a big graphic of himself. Yeah, like
2: that was funny. Uh. That, like, a lot of the people from the past are, you know, even if they're not on the show, like, in the house. Like, I like that they're, they're doing like,
0: deep cuts for the 25th anniversary. Yeah. That's cool.
2: Like, you, you had Brett and Rockstar on, for Christ's sake. Like, they recorded a voiceover, and then you had Josh do his, like, normal shit.
0: Which I still don't get how they got them to do that, because Rockstar does not like Brett, from what I've heard. He probably didn't have to be in the same role. Yeah. just like, yeah. there. But her even still said, I love you, Brett, and stuff like yeah. that. Uh but of course Josh is an incredible villain with the pots and the pans, even though another one who's probably has to be on somebody's list might be a little more iconic with pots and pans. Uh Josh and the that yes, um, and still. him going after Cody and Jessica and just and Mark and poor Mark. Mark and this guy from Buffalo, our hometown or are around there. And this big, muscular fucking beast of a man. But he's, like, getting put to tears by this, like, little chunky fucking, like, like this fucking, like, Josh. Who's, like, obviously, no offense to Josh, but when they did the Big Brother boxing, Josh got knocked the fuck out. Josh is a pussy. Uh, and, and the challenge, like, good for you, Josh, you have some athletic. But, like, in Big Brother, he kind of played a pussy game. He, he was going to get people to the point to where you wanted to punch him. And maybe you're going to punch Josh and get ejected. It was a really good game. It might like I don't blame people for trying to mirror that because it's smart and a guy like Mark who could fucking destroy you is like having to fucking like play around you because you're so good at like getting this guy pissed off now didn't like their beef start because Josh cheated
2: at pool or something yeah and then
0: and then a couple like Mark also does not like bullying and he and he Josh's behavior was too close to that and because when he was going off in their infamous argument where he got Mark to like get up and get his, in his face almost uh, and Mark almost hit him is when it started with him going after Cody and Jessica and Mark was like, Josh, just shut up. And then Josh fucking pivoted the target to Mark. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, yeah, because then he started to not like Mark and Elena. Yeah. Because Mark and Elena were starting to feel sorry and that's what made them kind of a house target. It's just like cuz Paul did not want anybody to like Cody and Jess.
0: Yes. That was a no-no.
2: But the thing is uh Cody and Jess were underdogs because you know they were getting fucked over. Yeah. And in the HOH where Josh uh or in Jess's HOH when they were going to send Josh home, Paul had everybody just like, "No." Like, this is what I want. And instead of mo- uh, motherfucking this guy, which you should have, he got – because and I kind of, you know, compare this to the Sari situation. Everybody's enamored with Sari, like we said. Everybody was enamored with Paul because he was a veteran. So they're like, all right, we're going to do what he says because he knows the game. Cody and Jess are looking at at, at Paul – uh like okay he's a he's a schmuck he got beat by a floater so we're not going to listen to a fucking Man. thing he and Cody's got that military personality where it's just like no you got to listen to me i'm the drill sergeant yeah Even was,
0: though
2: he wasn't was necessarily a, a
0: drill sergeant but those two hated each other yeah. that was a rivalry and and was. Josh was just Josh, I guess anybody else besides Paul, probably does not win Big Brother. But the fact that he used that annoying bully but kind of a pussy strategy to get him all the way to the end is very commendable. And the fact that, like, yeah. he was a target. He went through adversity. Just won HOH and put him up. Like, there was a few times where it wasn't looking good for old Joshy, but he found himself away. And kissing Paul asses a bit a reason for that. And the re- him being such a big target and such a loud mouth is what made Paul comfortable enough to keep him around. And that's what ended up fucking Paul's game up. So th- th- being a villain is almost what won him the game. Yeah. You
2: remember like that end, uh, like that final vote, it came down to Cody's vote and Paul had that look on his face like, oh my God, I'm not winning. Yep. Like he, uh, Paul was almost in tears. Yeah. Like if you go back and look at that, Paul was almost in tears. He's like, oh, my God. Like, no, don't let it come down to Cody.
0: <laughs> Cody voted for Josh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and Cody hated both of them. Yeah.
0: But, but at least because you didn't know it was going to go that way. Because at least it seemed like Cody at least kind of respected Paul because he could play the game. Like, Cody had a little respect towards Paul, even though he hated him. But he saw that he was an alpha and a ringleader. He just thought Josh was a pussy loudmouth yeah, so the fact that he still got Cody's vote was hilarious and awesome.
2: right, because even just like uh, when they did the, uh, the jury you know consultation with uh, Dr. Prostate, uh, he um, you know, everybody was just like like when Kevin said, "Paul wins this game, like he's the best player. He wins this game." Cody kind of looked at him because and Cody and Kevin always got along. He looked at him like, Paul and Josh are both pieces of garbage. Yeah. Like, it just, neither one of them deserve to be there. And it's just like, but they're both there, so you got to vote for one.
0: And Josh got his vote.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, number eight. I'll say this about Josh. Go ahead, Eric.
1: I want to say one thing. Um. I didn't like him on Big Brother, but I do like him on the challenge.
0: Yeah. A lot of people do. All right. Who's your number eight?
1: My number eight is uh, Danielle Reyes. Um, okay. She's, I think she's one of the ultimate villains. I mean, she didn't win. She's probably one of the best not to win, ever to not uh, to win. She had a secret alliance with uh, Jason. Um, who went on to win the game, obviously. And then Jason
0: didn't win the game. Lisa oh, dominated. She there. was. Yeah.
1: Oh, duh. My bad. It's okay. Um, I forgot. Sorry.
0: No, I I forgot. I thought a lot of people think Jason won, but no, it was Lisa. I mean, he's got a yeah. Path. I don't know why, but. <laughs> I
1: guess yeah, she was one of, of the most game. forgettable she winners. Game. Even that's though she a fucking But, yeah. yeah, and she was
0: kind of a villain in, uh, in uh, All-Stars. I mean, she worked with Dr. Willis Boogie. If that doesn't make it... And James yeah. Ryan. I mean, that's like the villain. The Legion of Doom was like probably the ultimate villain group. I wish they would have stuck around longer.
1: Uh... Exactly. I
0: I agree with you. The only th- reason she does not make this list is because I like her too much. Because uh, I find yeah. her very likable, and even her diary rooms, like which caused her to lose the game in season three, uh, because people thought she was too mean. I thought they were hilarious, and I thought she fucking played the game. Like to yeah. me, she's in top five for best players, especially for best to never win it that tournament. She might. She's probably gonna win. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's yeah. got to be in it, I think. Like, a lot of people say the All-Stars performance was disappointing, and she was still, like, what, eighth place or something? Yeah. She did okay. She made it to Gary. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, I think me.
1: she would have won that season. It wasn't for Dr. Will and Boogie being
2: on that season. Just, just an update on that. Like, the uh, thing that was posted seven hours ago, which was Liz versus Monty, it's already got 7,700 7, votes. Shit. And, uh, Monty's winning. Yeah, I As can see why.
0: He's more recent. Tiffany's beating the shit was out of you. Playing?
2: Uh, Danielle.
0: Danielle was an incredible villain because she masterminded the game to her first time around. And... A lot of people, like I don't think she was like mean or anything. To be honest, she was more of a low key, like a, a evil genius type villain, to me. Yeah, and I and like her that. going, ag- her going against Janelle was very entertaining in season seven. And that little, and even though she didn't win that one, uh, it was still that it was a lot of fun seeing Danielle do her thing. Wouldn't it
1: fun
0: if they worked together too? Oh yeah. Yeah, they talked about it, but
2: yeah, she's one of those and like you said, like she's got to be in this like tournament that I brought up.
0: Oh, yeah. She's uh, probably going to be in the top 4. And
2: by the way, Tiffany is beating the shit out of Jason right now. 13,000 votes. She's beating them maybe 6% to 14%. So, you might as well time a dash that. I'm got to
0: figure that. Wow. Uh, but no, as
2: far, as far as Danielle goes, she's another one. Like I, I love the fact that they brought her back for uh, I mean, even though the time laser thing was stupid.
0: Yeah, it was still fun because those were three fun people.
2: Yeah. Uh, Brittany and Frankie, by the way, who looks like he basically lives in the parking lot of the plastic surgeon's office.
0: (laughs) He's a villain in his own right, kind of. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Danielle's a good pick. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to go on. We're already hit an hour here. Let's move on. Let's open my fucking... <laughs> All right, I got Paulie Califiri from 18. <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. I had him on my list too.
2: Because he's on mine.
0: He's on... No, he, I he took him off. You mind. not know. I forgot you that you were... My motherfucking asshole. Well, you can switch it. Eric took my number one and put her at fucking nine. You'll be okay. Uh, Pauly... Paul was a damn good villain because he's Cody's older brother and a lot of people like Cody, even though I think Cody's a douchebag too. A lot of people like Cody uh, and seeing his brother come in and just the way he like talks, but like he just thinks he's this cool, slick guy. He started him the PP with the other Paul and they were, and he just became such an asshole the way he talked to Natalie and I didn't really like Natalie either, but call her like a Jersey girl and, uh, the only way, reason people like you is the things on your chat. And like just some of the raunchy, crazy shit he would sit. When his back against the wall, Paulie was not a villain for half the game. But once your back gets against that wall and once things aren't going your way, your true colors really come out. Yep. And that's when the villain of Paulie really got exhibited. And it was fun to watch. And it was fun on his week when he went home when he had to bake the pies and he's like crying in the kitchen, waving the flag having yeah. to bake a pie. <laughs> and, and there was a lot about Paulie's game that was fun to watch and his like kind of breakdown and like the whole shit was Zakiya and, and him, his fight with Dave Vaughn is still like the biggest jury fight that ever happened, yeah, right. Unless Terrence actually decked Michael, which I think has been oh, well, proven to be false. But, uh, the, those two, like, fucking screamed at each other. And Paulie was just an absolute douchebag and one of the better pompous villains in the in the series.
2: Well, when uh, the week Frank got addicted, because remember, like, they did the competition it came down to Bridget and James. Yes. And James said, look, you're not going up. And, and neither you nor Frank are going up. And Frank's like, all right, trust us." So they did. And... Uh, Paulie went to James and said, "You're putting up Frank and Bridget," and he goes, "I gave my word. I'm not gonna like. Can't we pick somebody else? Like, let's take out somebody else. Like, <coughs> I already said. Like, it, it, at least don't make me put up Bridget." He's like, "You got to do what you got. You got to do what I tell you to do," or however he said. It. But he basically told James, "You don't have a choice. We want him gone. It's got to be done." So he put them up on the block, and Frank's just like, "You gave us your word. Yeah, I don't have a choice. And it's just like,
0: you always have a choice. You always have a choice, James. That's why, like, uh,
2: James almost went on my list because for breaking
0: his word. Yeah, he did it twice.
2: Yeah, I mean, so, but it's like one of those things with Paulie. He just came off as and you would expect Cody to kind of kind of come off that way too, but like if you watch the Winter Circle well, Derek's the bigger piece of shit on that show
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, than than Cody is. Mm-hmm. Cody is at least kind of fun, uh, you know, kind of good to listen to.
0: Yeah, he can be, except his thoughts on the life he's fucking stupid.
2: Yeah, he's like, oh, he gotta cancel the life. He's fuck you. He's a
0: fucking idiot. But
2: like, Paulie just. The whole thing, and he doesn't really care what anybody thinks of him, and that's fine. Yeah. But, dude.
0: Yeah. A lot of people think he's an asshole. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but dude, you're a no good piece of shit. All right? The way you treated the the female house guests, and like you were called out on it, and they're just like, Paulie, you need to stop. You can't treat people this way. He goes, yes, I can. It's like, all right, well, we get a chance. We're taking you the fuck out.
0: Yeah. And he has changed.
2: changed
1: Huh? He has changed. If you watch his interview I don't know if you guys watch his interview with um his brother on Winter Circle. was,
2: was there was Derek part of the interview too? No. Alright, then I might watch it.
1: It's a good interview.
2: Yeah. I might watch it if Derek's not involved, but like if de- if Derek's involved like, I want nothing to do with Ner- Derek now because he said Terrence was a good dude. <laughs> yeah, it gets the two brothers. I mean, like the only way I want something to do, uh, the only way I want something to do with you now, after saying that that piece of shit is a good dude, is if I'm invited to your execution. Oh, oh. so, uh, but yeah, no, so. Maybe I'll check it out. Who knows?
0: Might give it a check. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Uh, Me?
2: No, you went in. You said uh, you did your eight already. Oh, yeah, that's Polly. Yeah. Go ahead. My number eight is somebody who started off as likable, but then turned into a complete dick. Howie. (laughs) Howie
0: the boobies (laughs) Jedi
2: Master and the funny thing so here's the funny thing about him like he was likable in season six well I mean well for the most part
0: to a point in both seasons he had that starting likability and you know you're friends with Janelle people are gonna like it yeah but he he had a moment in both where he took a turn and became a bully and an asshole.
2: Well, yeah. Like, when he basically told April, I'm going to go to your house, I'm going to beat up your husband, I'm going to cook your dog, and I'm going to eat it.
0: Yeah. and it's That's just, a little much, cooking pepperoni.
2: Yeah. And it's just like, all right, motherfucker, like, you're being a bully now. Yeah. And then uh, the whole thing, uh, when he... Got evicted. like when he got evicted in seven, like when, when Chicken George put him up and he started yelling at Chicken George and George is just like, Howie, I have to put somebody else up. Yeah. Unfortunately you do you, you drew the short straw. It has to be you. I'm sorry. And he's just like, Well, you're not a man of your word, Georgie, and it's just like, uh It's just like, okay, Howie we understand you're bitter, but you can't fucking like just scream. And then when them. he
0: got to Jury House, was calling him a fat piece of shit and all that. It yeah, was, it was too much. Yeah, it can like, get really mean.
2: Yeah, and it's just like it, there's no need to do that
0: shit. Yeah,
2: that's kind of one of the reasons why I don't want, uh, I, I don't want Jared to get the jury, because yeah. then like we have to fucking. Listen to him, like listen to him, like bully whoever. Like if him and Corey somehow make it the jury together, which is likely but not likely. Yeah. Uh, I mean it. It depends on how Jag decides to use the veto.
0: Yep. Maybe uh, he takes Corey off.
2: Well, that's almost what I'm thinking because I think not a lot of people want to work with America,
0: and I don't think people really want to work with Cam either. As opposed to Corey. Well no, Corey,
2: Cam's the target. Yeah, but I think it's more they want uh, like Jared said. It's either going to be Cam or Corey. We're not talking about America yet. We'll take her out at a different time. Let's get Cam. Let's get Corey. Because Corey wronged me.
0: Yeah.
2: Even though Jared wronged him, but we don't talk about that. Unless you're on this show, then we can talk about it all you want. Uh, But, like, Howie is just another one of those guys. And I kind of go back, like, in season seven, when his buzzer didn't work or whatever, I still actually claim that that's bullshit. When he complained, he's like, I hit the buzzer, I hit the buzzer. It's like, you're out, get the fuck out, shut the fuck up. (laughs) But then they had to do the HOH all over again. They took it away from Erica, and Janelle ended up winning it. It's like, fuck that. Because, to be honest with you, I did not like Janelle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. No, I did not like her at all. To me, she was just somebody who... Uh, she, she was one of those typical typical women to where it's just like, you call her, you spend an hour with her, you give her 300 bucks, and she goes on her way. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! And then I didn't say what you do, but I
1: mean, I liked her for different reasons. But when you know, I got, I
0: She was fun. She's a BB queen. I mean, you, you
2: listen to her. You listen to her talk now, and she actually does make like really good points. Yeah. But back then, like. It, it, People are different, like, back in their in their heyday, like, yeah. when they were on the show. Because like, we said Rachel Riley was a no-good bitch.
0: Well, I, I mean, just a good yeah. villain. I don't yeah. know about a no-good bitch. I, I say that. <laughs> but now Rachel Riley is – she's an
2: outstanding human being. She's a mom. Things have changed. I mean, Janelle's a mom now, so things have changed.
0: Yeah, popping out kids doesn't make you a great person. Even though Erin from 15 might try to say that. Yeah. Because she's a mom YouTuber now. I still don't get how she's a, a YouTuber. Erin's uh, a YouTuber? Yeah.
1: Wow. A pretty big one. too. I guess right it's there. been that long that
0: I guess... People forgot. You get enough both I mean, I'm not saying
1: <laughs> what she did was right.
0: Or... No, it wasn't. And I would put her on the list, but I don't think she was great in any sense of the word.
2: Yeah, that's
0: why I didn't put season. She was just
2: a piece. She wasn't a good villain at all. No. Uh. So my th- turn. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to keep going or?
0: What are we at? Eight. Yeah. Let's do seven. All right. So
2: we'll each give our sevens.
0: Yeah, and then we'll do um, six through one next week.
2: At least that'll be the plan. Okay. <laughs> Until we get to, <laughs> we end up doing six through four. Oh,
0: we love talking about this shit. Yeah. It's good airplay, Bubby. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love talking about this.
0: All right, Eric, it's your turn.
1: We're Again, we're deep diving. Yeah,
0: but my and number I'm seven. Said, this is my favorite show. <laughs> yeah. I
2: mean, I
0: I got to
1: change. My number my seven is uh, Mike Boogie. I mean, you, if you if you have, have Dr. Will oh, in, oh, in this list, you have got you have, to have Mike.
0: Yeah. If anything, um, I've always two. said that Boogie's almost a better villain. Because Will at least had an air of likability about him sometimes. To me, Boogie never had that. Yeah. Uh, The way he used Erica in season seven is enough alone. And the way he talked about her and stuff, he, he is a villain in all senses of the word. Yeah. And I don't think they're even friends anymore. No, they're not. Well, yeah, he, and Boogie's in prison, isn't he? Yeah, Boogie's in prison, and Boogie also, like, tried to stalk him and threaten his life and his family and shit because he wouldn't do the amazing race with him. Boogie's a piece of shit. Jeez. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, he's definitely on this mission.
2: All right, I just had to make a couple of adjustments. <laughs> first. Uh, but, no. Right, as, as, far, as far as Boogie goes, like, Boogie and Will were, like, that perfect, like, tag team in uh, in season seven, like especially. But then when Boogie came back in season four, how cool do you think it was for a lot of people, especially a lot of people that were around for, that did like season two and season seven and they're watching this. Yeah. And they see Boogie get ousted by Ian.
0: It was so good. It was the perfect coup. And then Brittany in the diary room yeah. doing the telephone. Janelle, oh, Boogie's not here right now. Ah. Uh,
2: like she she does that Ralph Wiggum from yeah. or not or Ralph Wiggum. She does the,
0: the Nelson from
2: uh <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> She was so good. And Boogie being like I outs or no, Ian being like I outsmarted you, the teacher the student beat the teacher and then fucking Boogie like tipping his cap and shit. Yeah. That was perfect. Boogie was like bad mouthing him. But as he, he
2: was going out the door. But
0: he respected it once he kinda yeah. got the full picture. Yeah,
2: he, he's just like alright. Good for him. Like, I'm proud of him. I just find it funny how, like, two of the four coaches who were actually, like, the more legendary players. Well, I mean, Dan, obviously, is a legend, too.
0: Yeah, but Janelle was more legend status at the time. Yeah. Even though he won.
2: Yeah. But, like, they didn't even make jury. No. Brittany, who basically had just done the show two years prior... And basically got triple teamed, uh, probably a a bad choice of words, by three guys uh, and, you know, evicted. Like, she, uh, you know, and, and then she comes back, even though, like, she played a pretty good game in 12. Yeah. But, I mean, did she really play that good of a game to where, like, she should have been a coach? Like, to me, like, the other coach, like, for that season should have been somebody like a Rachel. Who, Brittany? Yeah, instead of having Brittany as a coach, I would have had Rachel, because Rachel's more yeah. of a legendary...
0: Yeah, but go fuck yourself. I I'm not but I don't know if Rachel would
2: have I'm saying as far as, like, choices go.
0: I understand, but go fuck yourself. I'm glad Brittany was there. I love, I love I, I Brittany. I didn't, I didn't to mind the her being me.
2: there. I'm just questioning, like, why they went with her. When, you know, you could have somebody, like, you could have brought Danielle back. You could have brought...
0: She made it to the Final Four, damn it. Britney? Yeah.
2: Who cares if she got outsmarted? Yeah, well, by the way, she got outsmarted by three guys who <laughs> can't even spell the word dude. <laughs> uh, like... Yeah, that's true. But like, so those three idiots <laughs> being able to
0: outsmart anybody. Like, and though... Hayden did it again on Survivor, though. He had a damn good performance at Survivor. Well, yeah, he almost and he won. He snuck on to Survivor. Yeah, and he like, almost won. Like, because they didn't want, like, a Big Brother winner. So, you know,
2: he basically had to go in disguise.
0: Yeah, and he almost won it. Yeah. Him's a fucking, kind of yeah. a mastermind. Uh, All right. That's a good pick. Yeah. Who was his pick again? <laughs> his pick was Mike Boogie. I am with Mike Boogie. Boogie's a damn good pick. My turn? Yeah. I have, in honor yes, of Some my number seven. Another, to me, one of the better pre-jury villains of all time. I have Devin from BB-16. This is the rock one. Oh, line. yeah. Uh, this is it, a world where Devin stays in the house for longer. would be a crazy alternate universe for them to explore in this multiverse shit they're doing. Uh, Devin... Came in, this fucking jacked, tall, dark, handsome guy. Thought he could fucking rule the world and did for a couple weeks. Won a couple HOHs. Became a house target. Uh, tried to manipulate the whole game and work everyone together against each other. Uh, started the bomb squad with beast mode and stuff and blew that up. Went up against Zach and had Zach blow up against him and going after uh, Pow Pow and all that. He was fucking... He was a fun time to blew the house up. Him, his theory, kind of like the Denzel Washington thing with Cameron, his theory that Donnie was a, a special operative agent and that he couldn't really be a groundskeeper. He had to be in the FBI or something. Yeah, I, he got accused of being like an undercover cop. And then he yeah. also got accused
2: of being a ninja.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a couple of different things. Devin was just, and this is the second season I've ever seen of this show. This is I, – I fucking kind of wet my ears to this thing with this. I came in with, in season 20 when you guys were watching it, and you showed me the show, uh, and Eric was trying to get you on board. And then I watched 20 live, and I was liking it. I was a Brett fan. He got out in the double, and I kind of lost interest. But then I watched 16 on my own when CBS had their app before Paramount+. Plus. Right. And I fell in love with it. And Derek's gameplay in the beginning of that season is like one of the reasons why. And it was a lot of fun. And he sucked at the game. He was a bad game player. But it was just fun to watch him blow up. He could go on to top 10 worst players and he could also go on to top 10 villains. And he really was just this guy who thought he could, like, control the whole world and ended up getting fucked. Well, yeah, he thought he couldn't control the whole world, but... Derek also thought he could control the whole world, too. But Derek actually could. Yeah. Uh, And just seeing Derek kind of get ousted, it it was just fun television, and that's why he had to make my list. Who are you going to close this out with, Big Bumperino? All
2: right, so it was going to be Mike Boogie. (laughs) Thanks, Eric. But instead, it's going to be Frankie Grande.
0: Another BB-16. Yeah.
2: So basically, with him and... I am going to toast my bread. Yeah. Uh basically with Frankie it was uh he he's one of those guys he wasn't really friendly at all. And like he thought he could get his way, like he basically was He was entitled. Like, yeah. He was entitled. He felt like, oh, my God, you know, Ariana Grande's my sister. So,
0: yeah.
2: Yep. I got, you know, you I'm going to get out. my
0: way. Uh, he was just a fun, dramatic, like, he really loved the game, even though his sister was a celebrity. It's not like he was there just for another 15 minutes of fame. You can tell he really loved Big Brother and he loved the theatrics, and he loved having fun, and he was kind of a villain, but, like, his showman or his bromance with uh, Zach was fun, who could also be on this list. H- him, like, he was the reason Donnie went home, because he didn't want to use Team America to save Donnie. He couldn't do some villainous things, but he was also actually like one of the more underrated players.
2: Yeah, because even, like, his goodbye message to Donnie is like, look, I am Team America, but you had to go. And it's just like, dude, like, You're fucking up Team America. Because when he said, fuck America, uh, Derek's just like, dude, you can't say that. Because, like, they were giving us, like, they were giving us extra money. But your stupid fucking ass is just like, fuck you, America. I'm doing whatever I want. Like, Donnie got a raw deal that season because, like, Donnie was looked at as public enemy number one. And, uh, which it probably should not have happened because Donnie was the nicest person on that season. Because yeah. you, you had, yeah. like, a whole house full of, of pieces almost at that time. Like, you had fucking, uh, you had Frankie, you had Derek, who, well, he might not have been a piece then, but he's a piece now. Yeah. Uh, Zach, even though Zach was uh, almost voted America's favorite player.
0: Uh, Zach was a lot of
2: fun, too. You had uh, you had Christine, who will be on my list later on, and is basically proof to me that ugly bitches make great villains. <laughs> uh, and sign up if you want to see her feet. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of feet, like... Anybody that probably has done that, uh, registered to their OnlyFans to see that stuff, probably does not have a foot fetish anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah.
0: Fra- Frankie was a damn good villain. And uh, he shook up the house. And he, in a world where that reset button exists, maybe Frankie wins. So. And
2: that's the thing, is that, like, somebody had even said in a video, like, uh, the top ten, uh, like, or like when evictions were canceled or whatever in that video. And the guy that ran the video, which I forgot who it is. I think
0: it's the guy you're talking about that it's either him or Peridium. Those are the two biggest big brother YouTubers.
2: Right. So he said, he goes, you know, this pissed me off because Frankie got fucked over. Yeah. And it's just like, I really feel like that they should kind of do something like this to Jared's HOH. Like, but instead of like having just a button there that's like a a reset button, or it says like reset or whatever on there, the button on underneath it says fuck you, Jared. <laughs> and you push the button, and either uh A, you know, it resets the game, or B, it's a trapdoor that actually sends him down to hell where he belongs. Jesus Christ. Uh, But no, Frankie is just one of those, and I actually like Frankie. Like, to me, he's just one of those, he's a likable villain almost. I mean, during the show, like, I felt like, oh my God, like, just throw this, take this motherfucker to the roof of the house and (sighs) throw him off. But, like, you go back and watching it now and, like, seeing him now and, like, the whole thing where he did the time laser, it's just like, you 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 know, you had two villains along with probably the nicest girl in the world. Well, almost the nicest, until you listen to her in the diary room. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take my time. What that
0: <laughs> It's still the best diary room in the world. With Kathy. Oh, you're taking your time on this one. Well, who oh, are you talking room? about?
1: What woman are you talking about? Brittany. Oh.
0: And he's talking about the diary room when she like ate up on Kathy when Kathy was like, I'm taking my time on this one. She's like, Oh, you're taking your time on this one. Oh, this one. Oh, okay. And then she's like, It's not like it's a race or anything.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But like But yeah, no, Frankie is definitely like I think Frankie would probably be higher on a lot of other people's lists. Maybe or maybe not, just because there's, like, so many other villains. That, like, if an official YouTube channel did, like, a, a list of, like, top ten, like, Big Brother villains, he, w- he would definitely be on it, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that are say, oh, you know, the best villains. And like I said, in the Big Brother groups, I posted the question yesterday. And it, a couple people are just like, well, why would you post a question like this? It's, it, who cares? And it's like, I do. So, fuck off. <laughs> uh and like people just kept saying oh it's evil dick it's dr will but like these deep cuts because like you look at it from a different point of view like a lot of people look at big brother from like different points of view like there's probably people out there that might be friends of jerry yeah that's uh that's
0: true we can't find them but they might exist yeah
2: they they might they might exist yeah. I, I i don't know where they are uh but, and there's people out there that, you know, feel like it because being a villain is actually a good thing. You know, like in wrestling now, when they say, oh, you know, being a heel is kind of cool.
0: Yeah. So,
2: and being a big brother villain is kind of cool too. Cause,
0: yeah, a lot of people's number one is Evil Dick, and America loved him and won him the game. So
2: Yeah. And it's the same thing, you know, Rachel Riley. She won the game. She's beloved. A lot of people, like, people gave her sister the VIP in 15 she because didn't... she's related to Rachel. They gave her America's favorite player. Yeah. Because she's Rachel's sister.
0: Exactly.
2: Like she didn't do shit. She helped uh Helen fuck over Judd. It's the only thing they ever fucking did. And she took out a and she took out Aaron uh which might have also given her America's favorite player cuz <laughs> you know it's always fun to take out. Uh, it's the always races. it's always fun to take out the racists. That's why you know after Biden's presidential term is over with because he beat Trump in the election, he's getting the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh. So, but yeah, that's all. I
0: all right. This it, was a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back for uh, six one when, in two weeks, or next week. No, we could do it next week. All right. So we'll be back in next week for. Six through one. I love you guys and this was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. I love you too, even though you yeah. took my even though you took my number one and I had to go uh, I had to go different he I mean, was
0: your number one? Yeah. I thought it was okay. No,
2: he was gonna be my number one. Well my bad. Yeah. Well Eric took yours, so you have to switch yeah. yours. You have to switch yours, right?
0: <laughs> I have a bunch of alternates. We're all this. stealing each other's shit. Nobody
1: said my number one yet. I there's so many, it, though. there's
0: over it. how many? Like three hundred plus house guests now? So Yeah. I told you we were going to 100%. think alike, and you're just like, oh, no, we're we're not
2: going to do that. The hell we didn't.
0: I had fun. I did, too. All right. All right, guys. It was guys, fun. This was a great time. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye
1: Shannon. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm your basic average girl, and I'm here to say the world. You can't stop me because I'm impossible. Hi. <laughs> There is nothing I can't do when things are Just know that I am on my way.